When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up? This is Travis McCready from Bishop Gunn. You're listening to Jay Scott, The Hook Rock. to the Hook Rocks, the Ultimate Rock Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Scott. Thanks again for tuning in. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, great podcast family of music-related podcasts. So check them out at pantheonpodcast.com. Follow them on Twitter at Pantheon Pods. Follow us on Twitter at The Hook Rocks, also on Facebook, The Hook Rocks. And also follow us wherever you do podcasts. So you get the latest and greatest Hook Rocks episodes. Set your device to automatic download. So whenever a new episode drops, it goes right to your phone and your day instantly becomes better with a new Hook Rocks episode. I'd like to welcome in a great guest from last year, last May, I believe, we did an interview right as the pandemic was surging and things were out of control. No one knew what was going on or what was going to happen or how long this was going to be. And although we're still dealing with it now, we do have light at the end of the tunnel. We do have live shows, especially in certain areas. Certain areas are still restricted, namely Canada. But I'd like to welcome in Boz from Massive Wagons. What's going on, man? How are you? 
Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Thanks for having me back on. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. I, the last year, you know, was 2020, and yeah. uh, but you guys released some some great music, you know, you. during a time when people, I think, really needed it. And now you're touring. You got you just got done doing a bunch of dates in October, or I'm sorry, yeah. in September, and uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah. We've we've, we've um, I'm actually this. I'm actually just got home again this week. We we did. Um, Two weeks, just over two weeks, I think, um, was the rescheduled UK tour for House of Noise, which is the album we released during lockdown. Um, that got rescheduled a few times. And we've done just done three dates in Germany as well. One of them was uh, rock, called Rock Palast, which is, um, which is quite a lot of history in Germany. It's like a TV, a TV show in Germany, rock rock uh, show, which was very cool. Germany is a great country and it's one that... We've been over a few times, and you know we've found ourselves with a bit of a fan base there, and it's uh, it's, it's a great place to go. House of Noise was such a big album, a great album. Uh, here in the states or here on our show, we've had a lot of people talk about it. It was very highly ranked on our year end list of great albums released in 2020. Ooh. As you have moved forward from that album and, and continue now to tour, finally on it. How do you feel about, you know, releasing that album back during the pandemic and now finally being able to tour on it? Yeah, I, I mean, at the, at the time, it was, a, it, was a, it was a worrying time and it was a big decision. And obviously, I remember saying to you at the time, we had all these things planned for it. And, um, and we had to cancel 90% of them because it involved playing for people. So we had to kind of, uh, kind of, what's the word? We had, to, we had a backwards again. It was the best decision, and I'm so glad. So glad we released it. It was not a lot of other bands, not a lot of other bands doing a lot of things at the time, and it gave a band like us a chance to sort of to, to stand out, if you like. A lot of good things came because we were making a lot of noise when a lot of other big bands were doing nothing. So we, we were, there was only a lot, a few. There's only really a few bands to, to, for people to write about and to talk to because they weren't doing anything. So it really paid. It really paid as well, you know, taking that taking that step and being a bit bold to do, to do that. I think, and um, yeah, and, and finally getting to tour it, we, we were worried. <laughs> we were worried that we might have another album out and we might never get to tour the album we'd released, you know. But um, we, we haven't yet. So getting to play the songs at last for people was great, and and everybody was just everybody just the, the, a lot of the dates was sold out and it people just great to see people back enjoying themselves you know and having a good time and just being in venues and uh, some sort of normality again it's an amazing feeling a real buzz yeah it, it really was there really were two trains of thought in terms of releasing music during the pandemic you know do you want to release something that you can't tour on but as you said you do garner a lot of attention because a lot of bands weren't doing anything and a lot of people weren't doing anything. So it gave them time to really digest and absorb new music and, you know, basically sit alone with that music and, or you wait, whereas now there's so much great music being released. It's very hard to keep your head above water because every Friday there's more stuff coming out and it's really hard to grab attention. So but you are able to actually tour on it, whereas last year you had to wait. Was yeah. that the the way of thinking? You know, with you guys, we're saying, hey, you know what? There's a lot of people need th that need music, that need to do something, that need to hear something, and your album is full of a lot of energy, a lot of 
it's got a positive vibe to it. It's got a good time feel to it. And I think people really connected with it during that time. I mean, I mean, when, when we, when we first decided to, to release the album, we did, we did say, we did say to each other, you know, we thought, oh, you know, pe- people need a sense of normality. They're all stuck at home behind the computers and they still need music. Um, but it was only really a fleeting comment. We didn't really n- realize until we got into the, the sort of re- the, the, the campaign to release it, just how much people appreciated that. We just thought, well, we'll carry on because people need need normality and I'm sure they'll appreciate it. We didn't realise just how much people would appreciate it and how much people needed it. And they were just, people were saying, even now, people say, oh, thanks so much for releasing that album, you know, because it was, we were sat at home and we couldn't work and we couldn't do anything. And it was just great to follow what you were doing and doing all the online stuff. It just gave people a chance to forget about COVID and a lot of people, well, everybody has a computer nowadays and it's the window, it was the window to the, what was going on in outside, I suppose, and other people's worlds and stuff. And yeah, people, people loved getting behind it. And I think people, um, people are going to remember it as well, you know, that it was a, a thing that was going on during this weird time and they could focus all their attention on it. It was, it was really very cool. And uh, I'm I'm so, so glad we decided to go that, that way because like you said, we, we did worry that if we left it, that we would just be left in in a sea of bands releasing stuff and it, we would just get no attention and it would go wet under the radar and it would have been a bigger waste, I think, definitely. How about how much you guys needed it? I mean, let's face it, you guys are dealing with what everybody else is dealing with as well. You know, staying at home, not having a lot going on and having the ability to promote and focus on something like the album probably meant a lot for you guys too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, like you say, the, f- the first, the first, I'll be honest, the first couple of weeks of, of the lockdown period were a little bit of a novelty. You know, it was nice to be at home because up until that point, myself and everybody else in the band were working other jobs full time. Um, but I, I was self-employed, and in this country, um, unless you have been self-employed for three years, when the COVID thing struck, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't qualify for any help from the government, so I didn't get any money. We call it furlough money. Um, but if you've been self-employed for three years, you get furlough money, which was 80% of your wage from the government to help. Well, I didn't get anything. So I got enough, no money off nobody. Um, so I had to find something to do. And and releasing the album, and then um, we started Wagons World, which is an online patron fan club site. That that just, that, that saved my life, really. <laughs> that put food on the table. And it gave me something to, to keep doing. And it was an, an absolute godsend. It, it, re- it really was, yeah. And, and it, it, but now, Adam, me and Adam, them work the band full time and uh the rest of the lads uh, have got as much they have they're all self-employed so they, they have chance they, they do the band when they can so yeah it's, it's all moving in the right direction really yeah how about for staying connected with the music you know when you're not able to perform it although you're doing live streams and you're performing online it's still different than performing you know in, in front of a crowd how do you stay connected with something like House of Noise for as long as you guys did, did and now finally starting to tour on it. Um, I mean, we 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 were we kept ourselves really really busy. Like we 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 were really busy. We we um we did a lot of stuff. We recorded a lot of material. We 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 got as soon as we could practice together again. We we were playing these songs all the time. To us, really, it was weird because we played these songs. Nobody had heard them really live, obviously. But we we've been we played them hundreds of times um, together. Um, and, and yeah, we, we just threw ourselves into the campaign for the album, and we just it, we just naturally stayed connected to it. Really, 
it was it was everywhere. It was everywhere for us. It was our full. It was now our full time job. So I didn't have no problem staying connected with, with the album and the, and the songs. Um, and then as for and it, it, it was weird when, when we first played. We played the first gig back um, after lockdown. After all the restrictions, was was download was a, a thing called Download Pilot, which is downloads a big rock metal festival in this country, and there was it was a pilot festival put on by the government. There was ten thousand people with no masks and no no um, no restrictions, and, and we played that, and, and it was it was almost like the last two years hadn't happened. It was weird. It was so strange, um, and it, it was just great to be back into it really. And, and the music just we were we were worried. We thought, will we will we still be as good? Will we still be able to do it? But as soon as you get back on the stage, it was it was just like old times, really. It was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. The album did very well. I know it charted in the UK, uh, mm-hmm. so it was it was a very you know successful album for you guys, and it continues to be successful. Now you guys are touring. You, like I said, you just finished dates here in September. What are the plans moving forward with the album with you guys in terms of playing and performing into 2022? Well, it's it's it's, it's, it's funny you should ask that. Because about about twenty minutes ago, we um, we announced we were supporting the darkness um, on a, on a four week on their four week tour in November December the, in this country. So that's um, twenty two dates, I think, starting next month. So that'll keep us that'll keep us really busy. We've got a few other little things. We've got a Planet Rock Festival coming up, and then in, in, in January we're we're, going, we're recording the next album. That's more or less written. Um, so that'll be another another month or so recording that. And then, and then, the, then the PR campaign to release that, and, and next year we, we, we've got um, Download Festival, um, and, and a few other things so, coming up. Really, um, Grass Pop in Belgium, we're playing that, and a few other bits and pieces that we're looking forward to. But yeah, no, it's full steam ahead. Very, very busy at the moment. Probably never been as busy, to be quite honest with you. I've talked to other bands from the UK, and you know, with the impact of Brexit on touring four bands and the expense now that it is you know to go into Europe whereas a lot of bands are thinking hey if we're going to spend the money to tour Europe and go to these places you know in Germany and Belgium wherever why not take that money which is pretty close to the same amount and go tour the US and go play some gigs there has that been a thought is that something that you guys are considering yeah I mean I mean, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to go to America. We'd love to go to America. We, we always, we always considered America like another world, if you like. It's that the place is that big. Unless there was, unless there was a big fuss about our band in America to go over for, or maybe we were going across to support a big band. Um, then it's a big, it's a tough nut to crack, isn't it? We've seen bands from this country. Do do great good things in this country, and then they go straight to America. They they don't go to Europe. They go straight to America, and spend that much time in America. Don't really make a massive dent. Come back here, and things here have been stagnated for that long that they've been forgotten a little about here a little bit. And and, and I never want to fall into that trap. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather get get this country sorted, <laughs> then maybe moving to Europe where it's a little bit easier to get to and. Um, Germany, France, and and then once we've made established ourselves in a few European countries um, as a, as kind of a safety net, if you like, because being in a band is a business at the end of the day. It's, it's a lot of things, and it is a business. And you know, I have to make a living doing this, and and then maybe look at America and 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 and, and tackle America. Um, but I think it's a very strategic place for a band like us to go to. It has to be done at the right time, um, and for the right reasons. And I don't, I don't want it to bankrupt us or 
cripple us if you know if you know what I mean. Because it's, it's, it's like another planet, I think it's another planet, and um, it needs tackling its own own right. I think anyway. Absolutely, but the, I guess the, you know the the follow up question to that is 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 it true that the expenses are quite the same or near the same now that Brexit has been enacted and and, and put in place? Um, I, do you know Do you know what? I, I, I absolutely wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know. Um, I wouldn't know the, 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 whether it's similar to going to America. To, to be honest with you, um, I know. I know Europe has been. I mean, I feel so sorry for for bands. Bands coming up small, a lot smaller bands. I mean, we, we used to play in Europe, and um, we played a few dates in Europe when we uh, five, six, seven years ago, and it was great. You just you just hop on it, hop in a van, get a, buy a train ticket, and away you go. But now, now the now the the paperwork and the the, the stuff, the the carnets and the, the the tax on the merch and all this you've got to pay. I, I, I have no idea how bands are going to stump up that kind of multiple thousands of pounds to go and play a gig in Germany for a few hundred euros, you know, and they have to pay for van hire and, and, and fuel. I really don't know how bands are going to... I consider myself very lucky that we're we're sort of over that crest of that hill. We've established ourselves and have a business running and it's, and it's, and it's a good business. Um, but I don't know how I don't know how younger smaller bands are gonna are gonna manage. I really don't. It's it's terrible. And and as for America, I don't know what the costs are traveling to America. To be honest, maybe maybe that is a good a good shout. You might as well go to America than Europe. I don't know. To be honest, when you look back pre pandemic and the state of rock and roll in the UK with bands mm-hmm. like Massive Wagons, mm-hmm. and you look at the situation now, do you feel? Because, because let me before I ask the question, because when we 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 talked previous and I've talked to other bands, you know, there was a sense of needing a resurgence in rock and roll prior to the pandemic. There was, you know, little relevancy for rock music in terms of, you know, popularity connecting with the youth. Now, as we are getting out of the pandemic and we are, you know, kind of slowly getting to the point where things are are back to where they were where do you think do you think rock and roll has lost the momentum i do you think the momentum has gained like an like an underswell that's happened during the pandemic because of the need for music the need for a good time and now you see where bands are playing and 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 what bands are doing now how do you feel in terms of before and after with the state of rock and roll yeah, I, I, I definitely think um, it's definitely not sl- it's definitely not slowed down. There was there was definitely that that swell before and before the pandemic, and I think people were worried it might it might kill it off. But but I I, I think you made a good point. I think I think maybe it's done it some good. I think it's it's just made the people in this country, especially, get behind those bands even more. Um, the new the, there's a movement over here at the moment called the New Wave of Classic Rock movement. You're, you're probably aware of it. And um, the the, band, the bands are just the bands are just getting better and better and doing bigger and better things. Um, and, and rock and, and, and over the last and over the, certainly over the last year and a half, there have been more more rock and metal bands in the UK charts, the official UK charts than than um, the any t- any time in the last few years, I think. And it's um, it's certainly moving in the right right direction, and, it, and it's and it's and it's great. I think I think it's marvelous. I mean, I, Iron Maiden have just had a number one, a number one, a number one album, I think, number two album in this country. I know I know they're a colossal band, but you know it's good. It's good. I, I, it's not commercial. I don't think rock and metal is commercial, but it's certainly um, 
the fans are certainly there. The two, the two we just, the two we just played, we were selling. We, we sold out a few sort of 800, 800 cap venues. So that the, the fans are there, and that the hunger is there for it. Don't get me wrong. There are a few bands that are making that 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 sort of crossing that line. There's a band called Idols who are a, like a punk a punk rock band, and they're, they're playing massive massive festivals in this country. And they're a guitar, a heavy guitar driven band. So you know, it's, it's definitely it's definitely going in the right direction. Absolutely. When you look at the need to connect to the youth of, you know, to, to have rock and roll sustainability, I do think more young people are listening to it. I think when you have kids, high school kids, you know, teenagers sitting at home during a pandemic, you know, there's a lot of angst that's created. There's a lot of need for an outlet. And they may have gone in the pandemic listening to pop music and rap music, but coming out, I think they found that connection to that angst they're feeling in rock music because rock and roll has always been there for those kids to those teenagers who need something because they have that anger and angst, you know, at what's happening in their life. And I think, you know, I think there was a discovery for a lot of younger people. Do you see that? Do you feel that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think, I think in this country, I mean, there's there's certainly um i think there's certainly more of a a kind of a metal movement there's a met there's some very very cool metal bands in this country that are that are doing doing good things um and there's a there's a wave there's just there's just a wave of about 20, 20 metal bands twenty or so metal bands in this country that seem to be re- really cool you know and they've got a, a very young crowd we've always we've always kind of struggled with it with a young younger fan base. It, it might be because it might be because of maybe our our history. When we started out, we played a lot of biker biker do biker rallies and biker festivals and stuff. And a lot of the guys there were all kind of of an age forty fifty year old guys, which is very cool. And they're the you know they've been following us around for years. They still come to shows now. But cracking the nut, cracking that nut, the young the young the young crowd is very is very difficult. We seem to we seem to we seem to have a have a have a very very young crowd, kind of sort of ten ten years old, up to about up to about thirteen or fourteen that love our band, and then nobody, and then and then and then it's like thirty years plus. But that that middle ground is um, is a tough one for us. But but I've got to be honest, this this tour we've just done has seen more more young faces on it than any of our other tours. Absolutely, more more younger faces have been appearing at our shows in the last uh, few months than ever before in the last ten years. Um, but I th- and I think a lot of that's down to playing the Download Festival, which is uh, again, which is a massive event in this country, and a lot of young, young, young uh, rock rockers and metalers go, go to that. Yeah, you know, as we talk about music being a business and the band being a business, is it is there an a, an effort or is there an awareness of the need to connect with younger people, or is it let's just make good music and good music will find its way? To a younger crowd, I think um, there's always been a con- we've always tried to make a conscious effort, but it, it is it is hard to know what to do. You, you kind of you kind of have to let that age group find you. I, I have I have faith in good music. I just think um, the powers that be sometimes control what is accessible to young people a lot of the time. But when you do eventually manage to get like we're a prime example, we're, we're not. I wouldn't call us a, a cool band, if you like, in inverted commas. 
we're kind of a bit old school and then maybe and but we eventually got on we, we get on these stages like a download and, and, and a lot of the younger people are like wow this is, this is actually pretty good there's lots of energy these are good songs i, I really like it but they've never been, maybe never been exposed to a band like us for a lot of years if you kind of get what i'm saying it's it's a little bit like um you get the same old you get the same old cool bands being pushed by the same people. Do, do you know do you know what I mean? And we were yeah. kind of sort of brushed kind of brushed under the carpet a little bit. But now, now now we've been around that long now, we're hard to ignore. It's like we've been around for 12, 13 years. It, eventually we're, we're finally getting to play on some of these bigger platforms and yeah, we're getting through to these younger crowds like 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 your download and and, and, and festivals like that, yeah. When you think of the last two albums, you know, Full Nelson, House of Noise, now you're gonna be recording a new album in January. Yeah. Where has the band evolved the most? Where's the band evolved the most? Um, well, 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 since we got rid of our old guitar player, um, the, the new guitar, new guitar player is um, is just absolutely transformed our everything about the band. The, the, our, our, our live sound. This one, this one can actually play guitar. Um, he can write songs. He's an incredible, incredible guy. He really is. So he, he's transformed everything about the band live. And songwriting and recording, to be honest, and 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 also it, over the last over the last um, year, we, we we've um, over the pandemic, we we, we built a bit, a crew ready and a new show ready to ready to go when when we were allowed to. We got a new tour manager and a new um, guitar tech and a few other people on board, and, and just built this team and just just I'm so confident in everybody now, and everybody's on the same page, and then ready to hit the road for the for the tour we've just done. You know, with, with just with just with a, a production as well, a show production, um, it's, it's just been great. So our, our live our live stuff has um, evolved. I'd say more than anything, without a doubt. That's really important too. I mean, you know, taking time during the pandemic, during a slower period, to kind of work on the back end of the band. You know, the tech, the management. You know, having that all planned out when you guys are ready to go makes it so much easier to, you know, to perform because you're not worried about things that maybe you were worried about in the past. Cause you know, you have a good team around you to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we got the, the, the I mean, the, the, the tour manager we got in has worked with some big bands and he's, he's been, he's been in America for a lot of years and he came over and, and he just laid out some plans. He said, we, we, we can do this. We get you all, you get all you guys on in here monitors and we'll, we'll get you confident. It's all about confidence. We'll get you confident on stage. We'll, we're going to use these, um, the drum risers. We're going to use this. We're going to do that. We're going to get these cabs in. We're going to do this with this with the lights. Um, and we, we work it all. We have production days and we make sure it's all slick and, and tight and we're all happy with everything. And it, it's all about building the band's confidence so that when we go on stage, we don't have to worry about anything. Apart from singing and playing, playing your instrument, that's it. We don't have to go on stage worrying about, you know, backstage, backstage stuff, um, and other stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's all about confidence in the band, really. Yeah, that's absolutely, um, and it's, it has transformed the way we, we perform, definitely. As you prepare to go in the studio for a new album, as far as recording, is there anything you guys are going to be doing different that you didn't do on House of Noise? Um, well, we're using using the same using the same um, the same producers, um, Colin Richardson and Chris Clancy, because they were they were just amazing people, and we absolutely loved working with them. And with a bit of luck, we were going back to the same studio because again, we lo- we love that place. Um, I, d- I don't know. I mean, there's there's always things you learn every time you go in the studio. It's a massive learning process um, because you only go in a, ha- a handful of times. We, we don't spend you don't spend 
week every you know every other week of the year in there learning learning things you go in you go in for a few weeks once every two years um so so I no no doubt next time we go in we'll, things will be a little bit different um i mean yeah i don't know as for the as for the songs yeah i'm just looking forward to i'm just looking forward to recording them i, I just can't wait i i, I love the recording process I, I i just love it i love i love putting songs down and just hearing just knowing where the songs have come from and then hearing the final thing and it's just it's just an amazing process yeah it's something i really look forward to do you guys try to you know, meet what you guys have done in the past. I mean, House of Noise was a great album. Full Nelson was a great album. You know, is there is there a pressure on you guys to, you know, to equal what you've done, or is it, you know, hey, we're just gonna we're just gonna do what we know best, and that's make music, and that in itself will equal what we've done. Do is just as good as we've done in the past. Well, I'll be quite honest with you. I've never never felt any pressure before <clears throat> before when we, when we started writing full nelson which was our first album for eric um I, I didn't feel any pressure at all i wasn't bothered in the slightest we just wrote what we wrote and then that that album did as well as it did and then and then i've got to be honest when we started writing no, no and then we had house of noise which was fine sorry i do apologize then we had house of noise again which was which was no problem i didn't feel any pressure writing that either it was it was a lot, a lot of fun but writing when we started writing the songs for this new one that we haven't recorded yet, I, I was because things were going so well. I, I really I did start to sort of become a little bit paranoid. I, did, I thought, crikey, there's a lot of people watching us now, and then we can't we can't mess this up. So maybe there is a bit of pressure. And I was I was trying to think of what direction we should go in, and, and I was trying to maybe overthink. The first few songs we wrote, I was really pulling my hair out, thinking, "Oh, this isn't good enough," or "This is the same as the stuff we've done before." Is it? Will people like it? And I'd never thought like that before. Um, but to be honest, once once I'd sort of got over that, and we'd written a, two or three songs, we just stepped back into the way it used to be, and we just just kept writing them really. And the, the rest of them have just sort of come along um, nice and straightforward, which is good because I, I was really quite worried about it. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's a good album. I think I've. I think they're as good as any of the other, anything else we've written. I'm excited for it. Colin and Chris, the two guys that are recording it, have heard the songs and think they're great songs, and they've got no problem, no worries about it. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's, it's always exciting just to uh, to put new music out. Yeah, we always have, you have to also think too. You know, you mentioned people that are watching you, and you have more attention now on the band. Well, they're they're watching you, and there's more attention on the band because of what you've done in the past. And, you know, if you, if you go, go with that same approach, you know, now it shouldn't matter. It's easy. Well, it's easy for me to say, but it's, it shouldn't matter if someone's watching you, if there's more attention because they're there because of what you did. And if you just maintain what you've done in the past, it'll be successful. It'll be great. Just like everything else you guys have done. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think so. I mean, you just get, you just, you just worry because, you build this thing up for so long and every, every, every step is like such a, feels like such a massive, fragile step. You never want to take a step back because it takes that long to get where we are. And you just don't want to put out a bad album. <laughs> you don't want to put out an album people are going to pull to pieces or be disappointed with or have we changed direction too much? Or Not that I try to care about those things because we only write music, we just write the songs we want to write. And that's, I think that's all the best, all you can do. And I think that's the best thing to do, but, um, yeah, there is always in the back of your mind that you know it's not going to be as good as the last song because people people always seem to <coughs> always seem to be waiting for 
you to trip up. They always say, oh, it's a great album. Will the next one be as good? Oh, will the next one be as good as the last one? Oh, I don't know. You think, oh, my goodness, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. You do worry. No, I, I, I listen, House of Noise was an incredible <clears throat> album. It was a great follow-up to Full Nelson. I mean, back-to-back, both of those, I mean, are just incredible records. And, you know, to me, if it, you know the band is the band, I, I expect it to, the next album to be just as great. You know, and and um, you know, you guys are, are great performers. I, you know, unfortunately, I've never been able to see you live. You know, but I've seen videos with the, with the energy and the way you get, interact with the crowd. I mean, the band really is the full package in terms of checking all the boxes of what makes a great rock and roll band. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we, we've been a We've been around a long time, and I think that's paid paid its paid its way. Really, we we we've, we've massive fans of live bands, live music. We've always been to watch bands. Just, we we know what it, we know what's required: good songs, a good live performance, um, interacting with your fans, being accessible. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You've got to have all those things. You've got to have everything. You've got to tick all the boxes. Absolutely, good good songs is the main one, but. Yeah, yeah, it's um, exciting times. Yeah, you just don't want to take a, you just never want to take a step back, do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, if the music's good, right, people will always find you, and I and I truly always believe that. You know, I mean, we we talk a lot about the state of rock and and the, the difference between now and before the pandemic. It's a completely different conversation now. There's so much good music. There is a lot of attention. There's a lot more of attention on rock music right now, especially here, you know, in the States. And I also think in the UK and Europe, where I think people are starting to find it more, find new bands, listening to new bands. And I think, you know, out of out of something bad, something good happens. The pandemic being the bad, the attention and the new fans that have been created through that in rock music is a great thing. And I think that's just going to keep building and building. I don't see that stopping. Definitely, definitely, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, each of these, the more countries we get around and stuff, there are some great bands. This this country, I can speak for this country and say, there are some incredible rock bands in this country. Um, I mean, the, the down the download the download pilot event, which I spoke about before, um, was was obviously a pilot event to to test the water for COVID restrictions are being lifted, and but it had to be a purely um, British lineup. Um, so there was no no bands from America or Europe or anywhere else, just British bands. And to see and to see the lineup they put together just made me realise where the where this country is in terms of its rock and metal um, standing. And I was like, wow, this this is great. I, I just never realised when until you write them all down on a piece of paper just what just what bands there are. You know, we filled up a download lineup here with with British rock and metal bands, and I was like, this is amazing. It's, it's not in a bad place at all. If those are all the bands that we're, we're putting on show, and it was a pleasure to be part of it. And and and, and yeah, and, and I'm sure that that's the case in America. Some great, I mean, Greta Van Fleet are um, obviously the top of the sort of flying the flag for young young American rock bands. Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown are another one. Um, Goodbye June, they're another amazing American. I mean, no, those guys are incredible. Goodbye June. Yeah, I think it's in a good. I think it's in a good place, and I think it can certainly move forward with the help of the. When you look at the festivals, the festivals in Europe and England are colossal. It might not be commercial, but in, the, the, the Wackens and the Downloads and the Grass Pops and the Summer Breeze festivals and, and the Sweden Rocks, the, the footage online, you just YouTube them and the, the crowds are absolutely colossal. 
So, you know, it's, it's not all, not all doom and gloom, is it? No, not at all. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I've had so many bands from Europe and the UK on the show and yeah, I mean, there's so much, I mean, massive wagons, you know, is, is talked about a lot, those damn crows and Empire yeah, yeah, and, you know, mm-hmm. Mason Hill band and, yeah. and so many that it's just, it's incredible. Just the amount of talent and the amount of great music that's being produced. I, I agree with you. I mean, everywhere you look, there's, there's new bands. And I do think that we are at the beginning of the resurgence. I think that conversation has changed where it was, how do we, you know, how does rock survive or how does rock, you know, music, you know, get to the next level? I think it is getting to the next level. I think it is at the next step and there's more steps to be taken, but man, I mean, I, I think that moment has, has finally arrived. We're at the beginning of seeing it come back. Maybe. That's the, I mean, what, 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 what rock music needs to survive is, um, is bands, <laughs> isn't it? It's young guys and young girls picking instruments up essentially as corny as that sounds that's what it needs it needs it, you know for it to for it to be big again it needs bands to to grind it out i saw a comment somebody wrote a while ago that it, all 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 rock bands are as important as each other that the, the for the band for there to be big great bands there needs to be a generation of bands gra- grinding it out and they might not go anywhere but those bands are just as important as the bands that make it because you just need to grind through all these bands and keep the genre alive and keep rock music alive. All the little bands in pubs all need to keep playing for it to keep being relevant to anybody, doesn't it? Well, you look at the eighties, right? Where, you know, rock and roll, you know, was, was huge. And you look at some of those bands at the beginning, like your Judas Priest, who grinded it out for years, you know, Scorpions who grinded it out for years And once it exploded, they were right there. They were right there with that movement because like what you just said, they were just as important as those bands that came later on in the decade that were a product of MTV and the videos. There were bands like those that were grinding out for close to a decade or over a decade. Yeah. Playing, you know, and and just, you know, creating that awareness of of hard rock and heavy metal. I mean, I've, I've seen, I've seen a few times, um, Hailstorm are a prime example. They're the most recent one. I, I read, I've read about bands. Band, uh, Lizzie Hale said that she, she was she was she was in a band in bands for over ten years, ten, eleven, twelve years, doing absolutely nothing. You know, close to giving up. Um, but because she'd been around that long, and just because she'd been doing it for that long, something clicked, and and, and she couldn't be ignored anymore. So, and and, and now she's now Hailstorm, a, a, a colossal. Uh, Biffy Clyro, another big band in this country, another band that were around for 10, 11, 12 years, putting albums out, doing shows, not getting anywhere. And then suddenly it clicked. And because they've been around so long and because they just worked so hard, they, 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 they exploded. And there's a, there, there are any amount of bands that, that, that happens, bands that can last, bands that can stick it out and keep going and working hard. You know, eventually I think. You can you can reap the rewards definitely. It's not an overnight. It's, it's never an overnight success for rock bands, is it? Not anymore, anyway. Well, you look at the band here in America, Rival Sons, definitely. And yeah. you know they've been grinding it out for yeah. over a decade, and they're finally starting to yeah. get the recognition that they deserve because they're a great yeah. band. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, in this country, they're. I mean, in this country, they're 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 a, they're a not not a commercial band, but certainly on the rock scene, they're they're a big they're, they're headlining festivals in this country. You know, they're they've got a real a real following over here. Rival Sons, I mean, crikey, yeah, 
they're they're amazing. They're, they're an amazing band. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely, and definitely where de- definitely going where they, be, they they deserve to be. Yeah. So the new tour with the Darkness is going to be starting when? Uh, that starts um, on the seventeenth of November. Yeah. And then I'll take you into 2022, or is it just for? No, it's, just a, it's just a month. I think it's I think it's the 17th of November till around the 20th of December, something something like that. Yeah, so it's 20, 20 odd um, dates. It is. That's a great way to uh, to end the year, and then January you record the new album. Is there a time yeah. frame for the album to, to be? Um, it'll probably take it'll probably take around a month to record. I would say. And then, and then it'll be, um, then it'll be another three months after that. So all the PR and whatnot. And then, so we're probably looking at uh, May, June, something like that next year, perhaps. Awesome. Mm. Well, Baz, it's been, it's been a blast. I thank you very much for coming back on the show and, uh, and doing this, you know, the house of noise album was absolutely incredible. I know we talked before the release, but it's, uh, it's nice to finally have you back on Brilliant. Thanks. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on there. Any, any time at all. Everybody, that's Baz from Massive Wagons. I'm Jay Scott from The Hook Rocks. Take care of yourselves, and we will talk again soon.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 